Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Are we on the air? Test, test, one, two, three. Testing by microphone. Test, tickle. Test, tickle, tickle, test, testicle. That was good. We're good to go now. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, game changer for me on the treadmill at home, Bryce Kelly. Okay, you found a good way to breathe while you're running or what? Yeah, no. You know what? I've had a treadmill for, I don't know, 15 years Maybe. Mm-hmm. And I've had an iPad ever since they first started making an iPad. Probably a similar amount of time. But I just put two and two together and went, hey, I can take my iPad on the treadmill. Wow. So holy crap. <laughs> I used to be I used to be just one of those chumps who'd listen to music on the uh, on the treadmill. And I thought my life was pretty golden that. Now I've started watching Netflix series on my iPad while I'm on the tread. I could stay on my treadmill all day. Wow. Uh, How did it take me that long? That's about what I was, uh, that's what I was just going to ask. <laughs> How long, why did it take so long to connect It wasn't until I saw somebody else do it and I went, hey, wait, I have a treadmill. I have an iPad. Is that legal? I don't think it is. But anyway, I'm doing it. And um, I've only done it twice now. The past two days in a row, I've taken my iPad on there. And I watched one of your recommendations yesterday. Oh. And it was GD fantastic. Yeah, I guess it is. uh, It's only Tuesday. But we're going to do a recommendation? Maybe throw out a recommendation early. Weird. (laughs) Um, Neil Brennan is the name of the comedian. And I watched his new Netflix special called Blocks on your recommendation. So if you don't know, Neil Brennan is a... uh, a stand-up who start, spent most of his career as a writer. He was actually Dave Chappelle's writing partner on mm-hmm. uh, Chappelle's show and Half-Baked. And uh, he probably doesn't look like you think Dave Chappelle's writing partner would look like. No, he's like a super tall, gangly, white guy who just, he comes on stage and from the minute he's out there, you go, man, that guy's as awkward as I am. He is. Yeah. And he even talks in that special about how stand-up was not his, he got into it late in the game. He's yeah. a writer first. And uh, he's kind of unique in the way that he is very funny, but also he can get very serious, especially about kind of mental health. And that's, this is very much like, I don't want to spoil anything, but the the last little bit of it gets very, very serious. And you, you know, like, uh, he's a very well-respected comedian oh, yeah. in comedy circles. Like he hangs around with very famous people. He just himself has not had that same pop that others have had. No. Uh, he has a couple special. There's another one on Netflix from a few years ago called Three Mics, where he on stage had three different microphones set up. And on one microphone, he would do one-liners. On one other microphone, he would do more traditional stand-up. And on the third one, he'd kind of have more serious conversations about, again, mental health. Yeah. And it was a very unique way of doing it. And He does reference that special in the new one. And so. this Blocks one is another unique kind of, you don't see other comedians... Do do a show this way? Yeah, it's 
You know what it is? It's stand-up comedy, but at some points it feels like a one-man show. Yeah, it does. Like yeah. He's not holding his mic. It's a lapel mic, and he yeah. sits down in a chair sometimes, and he's moving things around on stage. And yeah. He's just he's a smart guy. He's wickedly funny, and I thought it was a great special. Oh, my God. He does—I won't blow it for you, but he just does one bit that rang so true for me because I talk about this all the time with my beautiful bride— and what is it with guys that tell stories all the time? And all the stories have sound effects in them. And there's always a gun sound effect <laughs> in every story. And I lost it because that is my life, <laughs> listening to stories. Oh, yeah? So then this guy comes in. He's got an AK-47. <laughs> like, there's always that sound effect. And he does a bit on it. And I thought that was gold. He connected with me on that one. He's real good. Yeah. Yes. Neil Brennan uh, blocks on Netflix. Uh, I am happy, though, that you have discovered the link between (laughs) exercise and television. You can do both simultaneously. There's a giant TV in front of our (laughs) treadmill in the basement of the house, but I can't stand it. I can't stand the sound of the treadmill, my feet hitting the treadmill and trying to watch TV. It's distracting. But you put your earbuds in and then you just dial up something on your iPad or your phone even and you know what the best part is? Is the iPad completely bro- blocks the screen oh, on the treadmill. So you don't know so how long you've been on Exactly. You're not constantly checking the time. That does help. Yeah. That's my recommendation. I remember once being in a gym and there was a guy on a treadmill. And this was a, a treadmill that has like its own TV on it. Yeah. And uh, he was watching a movie. And the movie had a very graphic, sexy scene. Uh-huh. And that watching that guy struggle to figure out how to change the channel, which I don't think he was successful at. Did he let out a... <laughs> like, did he let out a shriek in the middle of the gym? He was scrambling. That's when you see oh. a guy completely bited on a treadmill, though, and go squeaking across the gym floor. Oh, oh man, it was, he was so embarrassed. Yeah. And I just laughed and laughed. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Did you have smoking parents? No, I did not. So you never had to go buy smokes for them? No, I never had that pleasure. No, neither did I. My parents didn't smoke either. But my friends, their parents did. They'd constantly be going and buying cigarettes. The amount of kids who got to spend time going to convenience stores to buy smokes for their parents is crazy. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone. Forever. Uh, I read this story and I told Bryce about it back. You had read it too, right? I did read it this morning. (laughs) Ten-year-old boy in New York got a tattoo with his mom's permission. His mom has now been arrested. So apparently in New York, it doesn't matter even if your mom or dad say, yes, little Jimmy can get a tattoo. You're not allowed to let your kid get a tattoo. Man, most 10-year-old kids have a hard time convincing their parents to get them a bike. Yes. This kid convinced his mom to let him get a tattoo. Must be the most persuasive child of all time. And mom signed off on it. What the hell? Who would do that? And now when the police came knocking on the door, she went, Whoa, I thought the tattoo was going to be temporary. I didn't know. The tattoo artist, by the way, also arrested. What would you, uh, I don't know, like a 10-year-old, what kind of tattoo are you like? I'm going to get a Transformer. What would you get? SpongeBob? Yeah, I would think that whatever you get when you're 10, probably by the time you're 12 or 13, you're probably already embarrassed by yeah, it. Yeah, you've outgrown that yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think back to, like, even if I got a tattoo when I was 18, I'd probably be horrified by what I got at that time. It'd probably be like, what's his name, Eddie from Iron Maiden? Probably that. I'd probably have that on my forearm. 
man. Man, it'd be so cool. Ten-year-old Bryce getting a tattoo? I'd have a mean Stretch Armstrong tattooed on my back. <laughs> yeah. Shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> Some Ninja Turtles, maybe? Uh, we just we were just talking about it backstage, though. Like, what did your parents let you get away with that would have them shamed into the next century if they did it today? Like, what... I don't know. It was a different time when I was... I had my own apartment when I was 10. And I'm not even joking. Like, we had a massive three-story house with apartments in the top floors. At night, I'd say, Good night, Mommy and Daddy. And I'd go out the front door, go around the side of the house, go in another entrance, and I would go upstairs to my one-bedroom apartment. Wow. So, I don't think you could do that now. That'd be pretty... Yeah, you'd get a, a call. Mm-hmm. You'd get a call from child services. My mine isn't that bad. It's not tattoo. Yeah. Bad. But I just I'd be, you know, a kid, eight, nine years old, maybe, and my mom when we go go to a mall, she'd be like, All right, we'll meet back here at this entrance in two hours. <laughs> See you later. And then Yeah, but you'd be like, I can't tell time. <laughs> so I'd be this little pipsqueak kid just roaming a gigantic mall on my own. Wow. It was a different time though, Bryce. It was a different time. It was a simpler time. Maybe that's what we'll call this show today. It was a different time. Like, the ease of which I could have just been snatched and thrown in the back of a car. Oh, yeah. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. So the 10-year-old that got a tattoo. Beautiful story. And then his mom got arrested. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, well, you're not supposed to sign papers saying, oh, yes, Jimmy can get a tattoo. Tattoo artist also arrested. Yeah, this is in New York. Uh, and if you're wondering, someone's like, ooh, what if they were getting a medical alert it thing wasn't. tattooed? Uh, it wasn't. I dug a little deeper and found that the kid got his own name tattooed in bold letters on his forearm. In case he forgets who he is. And if you're wondering how... <laughs> so he went to the school nurse because his tattoo hurt. He wanted some, some Vaseline. Vaseline to put on it. And the nurse went, hmm. And that's when the police were called. Uh, so we're just talking about uh, this. The name of this segment will be, It Was a Different Time. And we're just talking a little bit about, you know, this doesn't even seem to, like 20 years ago, things were different. 10 years ago, things were different. But now, like if you, what are, what did your parents allow you to do back in the day that if they did that today, your parents would be shamed into the next century and they would never recover from it. They would be canceled. They would be ruined. Mine was that we'd uh, go to a mall Mm -hmm. and my mom would be like, We'll meet here in an hour, and then we would just part ways. I'd be, you know, eight, nine years old and just kind of left to wander a mall by myself. Yeah. Uh, now she'd probably be arrested. But you know what? Taught me about punctuality. Sure did. That's how you learn to tell time, right? Yeah. yeah. Learn to tell time, learn to be punctual. Oh, this one has come in several times, and I do remember this. When was the last time you saw this? And if you did see this, how quickly would you call the police? Uh, This is from Wade. My dad would take my whole soccer team in the back of our truck to get Slurpees after the game and then drop them all off at home. You're not allowed to ride in the back of a truck anymore, are you? No, I think a police helicopter would fly overhead. There'd be a spotlight on your car following you home. Uh, No, I can't read that. That one's too creepy. There was the one about uh, they said that their parents pulled them. They would sit in a toboggan and their parents would pull them in a car. That's good. Because <laughs> they were on the toboggan. Uh, my mom let me... S- my mom let me and signed for me to get my nipples pierced when I was 17. Ooh. Uh, here's another one riding in the back of the truck. Who's doing the piercing for 17-year-old? I don't know. Huh. 
a, cu- oh. a couple ones have come in about the having the note to go buy cigarettes for your parents, yes. taking a note to the store. My brother was eight and asked to get his name tattooed on his arm, thinking it was fake, not it was real. Huh? That's not the end of it. The 14-year-old delinquent doing the tattoo spelled his name wrong. His name is Neil, but he spelled it N-I-E-L. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, so you're telling me that 14-year-olds make bad tattoo artists? Yeah. (laughs) That is news to me. Oh, yes, this is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. This one here. When I was between the ages of 8 and 11, I took a Greyhound bus from Lloydminster to Calgary every other Friday to see my dad. I'd arrive at the downtown bus depot in Calgary around 3.30 in the afternoon, but my dad didn't get off work until 6, so I would just sit and wait in the Calgary bus depot. It was a different time. Yes, it was a different time, wasn't it? Uh, This entire conversation inspired by that news story from this morning, a a 10-year-old in New York, his mom signed off on a tattoo. She's now been arrested. The tattoo artist has been arrested as well. You can't do that. Apparently, you can't. It uh, doesn't matter. If the kid's not 18, they can't get inked. This one just came in. Good morning, boys. My kids are teasing me. I guess I better share. My mom took me for my first tattoo at age 14. I was in grade 9, close to 30 years ago. Do I regret a Tasmanian devil from Looney Tunes? The answer is yes. Yes, I do. Even Pete Davidson would have gotten that covered. Have a great day, Daniel. Uh, Oh my God. Is the Tasmanian devil, is that the most covered up tattoo of all time? I feel like the Tasmanian devil is probably the number one choice of tattoo when you're 16 with a fake ID and you just walk in off the street and you pick something off the wall. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said, me and my friends used to stand outside a convenience store asking people to buy us cigarettes when it was minus 40. So I thought it would be a good tactic to tell my mom this. So she started buying me smokes from that day on. I was 16 years old. This all stems from a story we read earlier this morning about a 10-year-old that in New York, his mom was like, yeah, I'll sign the paperwork so you can get a giant tattoo on your forearm. She got arrested, so did the tattoo artist. And now the uh, 10-year-old has his name in block letters on his forearm, which is handy in case you ever forget what your name is, I guess. Oh, this one. Uh, My wife is too shy to text, but her mom hosted Wasted Wednesdays weekly, a chance for all the hooligans she went to school with to drink in a semi-safe environment, well underaged. It was a BC thing. Wasted Wednesdays? That's a school night. What's your mom doing? Uh, This is... Oh, somebody even called it. It was a different time. My dad would drive my brother and I to and from school on the back of his snowmobile. It's not like we lived in the country either. He would drive us down the street and through the ditches and take us right up to the school doors. (laughs) At least it was usually winter. Oh my God, would he drive the snowmobile in summer? Anyway, keep these stories coming. They're fascinating. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It was a different time. Mm. Very dramatic. It was a different time. 
back in the day when, you know, a kid could get a permanent tattoo without repercussion. Yeah, simpler. We just lived quiet, independent lives. Yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody said in the early 2000s, my mom used to play women's soccer on Friday nights indoors. I would go with her because my dad would be coaching my brother and someone needed to watch me. My mom would have games that would end close to midnight and then we would go to the bar in the soccer center with all her girlfriends until 2 a.m. drinking and I would just be sitting there having pops and chip. It was a different time. Hmm. Speaking of different time, there was one that came in that made kind of a hush fall over the studio. Oh, are you going to do the one? <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. Uh, if we have to read it, everyone has to hear it. Okay. It said, uh, not-, not my parents, but my first grade teacher back in 1992 had sleepovers and movie parties at her house for the entire class. But again, again, everybody. Huh. <laughs> it was a different time. The speed at which that teacher would be arrested now, Ooh. or even hinting at having students over for a uh, sleepover. Uh, I thought we discussed not reading that one. Yeah, I regret that. I made a huge mistake. Uh, my dad is a hunter. He built us a treehouse in our backyard that also doubled as a carcass rack. Oh, no. He would hang fresh deer hide from the monkey bars and allow the magpies to pick off these small bits of leftover flesh before finishing the skinning process himself. It didn't seem odd at the time. <laughs> Do you think he hosed down those monkey bars afterwards? Or? Probably not, because, Bryce, <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> Uh, Why do the monkey bars smell? (laughs) Why are the monkey bars so slippery? I broke my tooth. Hey, guys. My mom used to send us outside to play all day in the mountains of BC. There were often bears in the area, and we came upon a Ted Kaczynski-style encampment. The Unabomber. Okay. At least I had my rape whistle for safety, in brackets, not a joke. (laughs) Well, at least you had that. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, it was a different time. My parents ran a grocery store in the 90s. I would sell smokes. I was 12. Kids would come in with their notes from their parents to buy their smokes. So as a 12-year-old, I was selling smokes to other kids. Uh, this one, my mom used to leave me home alone while she would take my sister to school. I was three years old. She would turn the Nintendo on, give me a dry bowl of cereal, and I wouldn't move till she got home. My auntie used to threaten to call social services on her. Ooh. So the aunt got involved. Did she ever call social services? Did you have to move in with another family? It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, this one, this one... <laughs> My parents left me home by myself for a month when I was 10. My dad, my stepdad came home for a couple of weekends in that month from his logging job in northern BC. My mom and little sister were in Germany. Wow. <laughs> 10 years old, left alone for a month. A month? Ooh. That's crazy. Congratulations. That's Hall of Fame right there. That's spectacular. Uh, this one, I don't know if this counts because my whole family did it, but when I was like five, we would connect our phone line to the neighbors. So it was like a microphone and we would listen to them fighting all the time. 
It was actually super entertaining, but also yikes. Oh my. I can't even wrap my brain around how you pulled that off. Is that a party line though? Like sometimes in remote areas back in the day, you would share a phone line with your neighbors. Must be. Maybe that's what it was. There's, uh, like we've said before, there's a lot of the ones of uh, kids going to buy cigarettes for their parents. Well, this one right here. I was a cigarette gopher as an 80s kid. The lady at the drugstore across the street would staple them in a brown paper bag. If they were actually for me, I'm pretty sure I could get around that security feature. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. That's from Chad. Yeah, this kid will never figure out a paper bag. This is impenetrable. <laughs> Uh, Chad ends his text with, it was a different time. Yes, it was. Uh, This one, my mom was a waitress at Boston Pizza and worked until 1 a.m. My dad went to bed super early as he worked at 6 a.m. On nights when my sister and I had dance lessons, it ended too late for him to pick us up, so we would walk to BP's and hang out there until 2 a.m., eating free pizza, sneaking into the back to shoot that spray whipped cream directly into our mouths, By midnight, we'd usually be sprawled out asleep in a booth. Back then, you could smoke in restaurants, so the next morning we would go to school smelling like a cigarette factory. Ooh. It was a different time. I think my favorite one so far this morning has been the person whose dad would use their treehouse and... (laughs) As a carcass rack? Jungle gym to... (laughs) Skin deer? To skin the deer that they hunted. Oh, my God. Anyway, that's going to do it for a brand new feature on the show a feature that we call I'm going to use this organ again it was a different time yeah thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews show with Bryce Kelly podcast theme music by Garner Andrews guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled Mm. mystery candy